Jesus loves me. What a wonderful thought. It's a great song, but is it true? We'll be looking at that and more on the next Bible Beacon podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Bible Beacon Podcast. I am Pastor Raymond Rivers of the Gospelite Free Will Baptist Church, and we welcome you again to this week's podcast, and we are so glad that you have tuned in. Jesus loves me. Now, I just want to say from the outset, yes, I do believe that Jesus loves me, and I do believe he loves you. As a matter of fact, the Bible makes it very clear, and probably if not the most famous verse of the Bible, one of the most famous verses, and that's John 3.16. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So that means there is no room for doubt, uh, or at least shouldn't be. God's word makes it very clear. God cannot and will not lie to you. And the great thing about it is, is that when he says he loves the world, that is the honest truth. But it's also true that that includes everyone. The Bible says, but God commendeth his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That's in Romans chapter five and verse eight. The great thing about it is, is that God loves all people. Now, there are people out there who do things that God does not love. He doesn't even like them. He hates sin. He despises sin, but he still loves the sinner. And I'm so thankful for that today. Because of that, God loves us so much that Jesus Christ, his son, came to this earth to show and manifest the love of God toward us. Though we didn't deserve it, we so desperately needed his love, his grace, and his mercy. We're going to be looking at this subject of the love of God or Jesus loves us today. We're going to be reading a passage of scripture, but before we do, let us pray. And then also we've got a song that I want you to hear and I hope that it'll be a blessing to you. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you today. Lord, realizing that we are so undeserving of your love, yet so needful of it. And we thank you that your word is true and that your word declares to us that you love us. Now, Lord, help us to always love you as we should with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength. Lord, help me in this podcast today to be a blessing. And uh, Lord, all that you do, we'll give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, this is Captain Twister again, and I've got a friend here, and she's one of the regular children around here at Faith Harbor. Her name is Hannah, and she's going to help me sing our next song. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so, little ones to loves me yes Jesus loves me yes Jesus loves me the Bible tells me so
beside me all the way. He's prepared a home for me, and someday His face I'll see. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Welcome back to the Bible Beacon Podcast, uh, and we're glad that you've tuned in, and we trust that uh, you enjoyed that song, and that it'll be a blessing to you. And uh, remember, even though it's uh, considered just a children's song, it is so vitally true, great theology, God does love us. You know, we're just days away from celebrating our Valentine's Day in 2020, and uh, boy, it's hard to believe this year has just already uh, started quickly going by. And uh, it'll be Christmas again before you know it. But the fact is, when you look around during this time of year, you see those three words, I love you, plastered over on everything. Cards, balloons, you know, teddy bears, everything else. But really, to a lot of people, it's just words. It's something that you're supposed to say at certain times. But, you know, the Bible teaches us that uh, the word love is a whole lot more than just a word. It's more than just a noun. It's a it's a verb. It's an action. It's something that is active. That when we love someone, we are active about it. We we care about them. We help them and uh, we encourage them and help them because that is what love does. It shares, uh, you know, in the lives of other people and it helps them in their time of need. And we care about them. But again, to most people, it's just words. But not with God not with his son Jesus, because it was something that was shown, uh, manifested to us. That's the first thing I want you to see is that it was showed. It was something that really took uh, active uh, nature. It was something that was real, something that was in motion, something that was active. It says, and this was manifested the love of God toward us because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. I'm going to tell you, that is just so awesome. God is not interested in just telling us, hey, I love you. He wanted to show that. He wanted to manifest that. And he did that by giving us his son, Jesus Christ, to die upon the cross that we might live through him. You see, the only way that we could ever have life is for Jesus to die for us. For the wages of sin is death. Now, we think about that, and we've heard it before, and, and maybe we were already saved, but can I tell you something? The great thing about this is, is that God loved us so much, He gave us His only begotten Son, and Jesus gave His life so you and I could live, because He loves us. Now, I know a lot of guys who don't want to think about the love of God. They think it's fuzzy and all that kind of stuff. But can I tell you something? You and I would have no hope of heaven apart from the love of God. And so when we think back to that little children's song, Jesus loves me, this I know. How do I know that? For the Bible tells me so. And this is one of the places where the Bible, God's holy word tells us that he loves us. 
And it's so exciting because he not only showed us, but he showed it to all of us. It says, and this was manifested the love of God toward us. Who? Toward who? Us. All people. All people. Jesus didn't die for just some people. Jesus died for all people. There's a lot of theological circles where Jesus died for just some people. But my Bible says he loves all people and he died for all the people of the world. And so therefore, we see that it it was showed and it was showed to all people. Secondly, I want you to notice it was sacrificial. Notice it says, and this was manifested the love of God toward us because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Now that is powerful because the fact is, when you think about this love, it was sacrificial in the fact that Jesus would leave uh, this glorious place called heaven and come to this vile, wrecked, corrupt world called earth. And he came to a race of people that were fallen. And the Bible says that when he came, he came for a purpose. He came because the Father had sent him that we might live through him. We were all born into this world under the curse of sin. And the wages or the price tag or the dividends of that sin is death. The Bible tells us right here in this passage of Scripture that Jesus came, sent by God the Father, that we might live through him. How was he supposed to accomplish that? Through the cross. Galatians 6 Chapter uh, uh, chapter 6, verse 14 tells us that we can't boast anything save in the cross of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We can't brag about our salvation. We can praise God for it. We can be thankful, but we can't boast in it. The fact is we were lost on our way to hell, and the only reason that we've been saved is by the grace and the mercy and the love of God. The Bible continues on here in 1 John 4, verse 10. It says, Here in his love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. That tells us even further, it's a sacrificial love. The propitiation, it is the the blood sacrifice for your sins and mine. Remember, the Bible says the wages of sin is death. And Jesus paid that price for me and for you because he loves us. And no, I, I'm, I'm not apologizing for preaching on the love of God. I realize that there are other things in the Bible. I realize that we're to preach the whole counsel of God. But if I obey that, I must also preach this subject of the love of God, this love of God that was shown to all mankind. And it was a sacrificial love. It cost the Father his Son. It cost the Son his life. He suffered our pain, our misery, our torment, our hell. And he did that because he loves us. But you know what? This thing about the love of God is so powerful because it wasn't just the fact that it was love and and it was a nice thing and something that we didn't deserve. But the notice, it, it brings the idea of salvation. And the Bible says here, and this was manifested the love of God toward us because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him that we wouldn't die in our sins, but that we would live forever with him in a place called heaven. Verse 10 continue, uh, continues, Here in his love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sin, that blood sacrifice, the atonement, the payment for your sins and mine. 
As someone once said, uh, Jesus paid a debt he did not owe because we owed a debt we could not pay. And Jesus Christ has come and he paid that debt for you and me so that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Again, John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Life, not death. Salvation saved, rescued, delivered so that we would not be destroyed and also that we might live. The Bible says that we might live through him. I like how the Apostle Paul put it in Philippians 1.21, For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. The Bible tells us that as we come to him and receive his grace and his mercy and his love, we become his children and as we do, we realize that our life is all about him. Anything apart from that is in vain. We see in this passage of scripture some pretty awesome things. One of the things that we see is that God's love is showed. It wasn't a secret love or a hidden love. It was showed. It was shown upon the cross. He suffered physically. He suffered uh, spiritually. He suffered our hell. He suffered our pain, our sorrow, our torment. And um, the Bible tells us that in John chapter 19. It shows us that it was sacrificial. It cost God his son, cost Jesus his life. And then it brought salvation because it paid for your sins and mine. But I want to remind you that it's not something that we deserve. It's not something that we could earn. It's the gift of God and those who receive it. Okay, those who receive it, this thing of God's love and the salvation that he brings uh, can and will be saved. But then I also want to know, I want you to know that it's, notice the love of God initiated. Verse 10 says, here in his love, not that we love God, but that he loved us. Romans 5, 8 again says, but God commendeth his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Even when we were lost, uh, Jesus Christ loved us. He loved us so much that down through the annals of time, uh, Jesus Christ died for you and for me. He paid that price, even slain before the foundations of the world, the Bible says. The fact is, God loved us first. It's easy to say to somebody, I love you, when they say, I love you first. But you know what? God didn't wait for that. He knew that wasn't going to happen. The Bible tells us that not that we love God, but that he loved us. He initiated it. And I believe with all of my heart that as we see that, that is such an awesome thing. So awesome that we could not help but praise him and thank him and rejoice in him when we realize that he loves us and that he loves us so much that he didn't wait for us to love him. Okay. This simply says for God so loved the world. Didn't say for God so loved the world when the world loved God, the world didn't love God. And yet he still saw a race of people and he would not be willing to let us go without an opportunity to be saved. You know, we are to love God because he first loved us. He initiated it. But you know what? I just 
we've got to say what the Word of God has to say. And the Word of God makes it very clear in verse 11. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. There is so much hatred in this world. Hatred is a wicked thing uh, when we realize that people hate people. Have you ever thought about when people hate other people, they're hating somebody that God loves? That just sounds completely counter opposite of what we're supposed to do. As a matter of fact, we're supposed to love people because God loved us. Why do we love people? Because God loves us. He has changed us. He's put his love in our hearts and we love people because he loves people. And we're to love one another. The Bible even says, love your enemies. And you say, Brother Raymond, how in the world can I do that? Well, the Bible tells us that if we walk in the Spirit, we won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. And one of the fruits of the Spirit's matter of fact, uh, the very first one that is listed is love. And the only way that we can love our enemies is to have the love of God in our hearts. And that's the only way to do that. But you know, it's just uh, exciting. You know, a lot of times we think about term limits. We think about uh, politicians able to serve for just uh, a certain amount of time. We think about expiration dates on uh, food and different things like that. But you know, my Bible tells me something that's so important. It tells me that he will love us forever. It says there in verse 11, Beloved, if God so loved us, and it means he loved us and he's always loved us, he loves us now and he will always love us. Jeremiah 31 in verse 3 teaches us, it says, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Yes, Jesus loves me, but he loves me when I was a 16-year-old boy. He loves me now and he will always love me. Now, that's not a license to sin. That is not a permission slip to live like we want to. But at the same time, I'm thankful that Jesus loves us today. I do, before I go any further, I feel compelled to remind you that while God loves people, and God even loves sinners, God does not, nor will he ever love sin. God expects his children to do right and to walk right, to live holy. Now, I don't know about you and how you were raised, but my mama and my daddy expected me to do right. They taught me right, and if I didn't, uh, then I would get in trouble. But you know what? As I think about all this that I've said up to this point, I can't help but imagine how God must feel when he loves a person and they reject his son that he gave in love. Jesus Christ, and reject the salvation that only he can give. And I don't know about you, but I believe with all of my heart that we need to live for Jesus Christ. Verse 12 of 1 John 4 says, No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. Somehow I feel that as we hear about this love of God, that we are to love him, and we're to love other people our fellow Christians, our, even our enemies. But at the same time, I don't believe that anybody's going to be able to see that Jesus dwells within us if the love of God if is not shown through us, if we don't show people that God, God loves them and that we love them. And we need to share the love of God with people. 
Well, I look down here on this idea of the love of God being initiated by God. The Bible tells me very clearly in verse 19, if uh, we love him because he first loved us, he initiated this thing. His love for us is everlasting, it's pure, it's holy, it's eternal, and I'm thankful for that. But the question that we have to ask ourselves is, do we really love God? The Bible tells me in verse 10, uh, verse 20 of 1 John 4, If a man say, I love God, and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? Verse 21, And this commandment have we from him, that he who loveth God loveth his brother also. Yes, our love is to be manifested as well. Our love is to be shown to God. And, and, and it's perfectly fine to tell God that you love him. But at the same time, we are lying through our teeth if we say that we love God and we don't love our neighbor as ourself. I love our enemies if we don't love our families. And the Bible says it's very clear that those who truly love God will love others also. But you know, there's people that listen to the internet and sometimes come across a podcast or a song or something like that, and they hear a message and God speaks to their heart. And I don't know who all is listening to our podcast, but I do know that God cares about you, that God loves you, and uh, He doesn't love our sin, doesn't love mine, He doesn't love yours. And that's why we need to seek to confess it and walk on in, in repentance and walk on in victory. And the Bible tells us that. And then the Bible also tells us that we're supposed to love other people, just like God loves you. Have you ever received his love? Have you ever asked him to come into your heart to be your Lord and Savior? No, you don't deserve God's love. I don't deserve God's love, but we all need it and it's offered to all people. Has there ever been a point in your life where you realized that you were a sinner, needing Jesus to be the Lord and Savior of your life, that he died upon a cross and shed his blood and was buried and rose again the third day? Has there ever been that point where you bowed your heart before God and, and, and acknowledged that you were a sinner, that you were sorry for your sin, and asked him into your heart be, uh, be, to be your Lord and Savior? believing that he died and was buried, having shed blood on the cross, was buried and rose again. Have you ever had that point where you've received the love of God and accepted his salvation that only he can give? If you haven't, I would like to pray for you today. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your love for us. Lord, I know we don't deserve it. Lord, I know we didn't initiate love, but you loved us first, and we thank you for that. And Lord, for all that are listening to this passage of, of Scripture that I've read today and to this podcast, Lord, I pray that you would remind them that you love them, that you have a plan for their life that begins with salvation. Lord, I pray that they would turn from their sins and put their faith, their total trust and reliance upon you, that you died a bloody death upon the cross, was buried and rose again the third day to pay for our sins. And Lord, I pray that they would cry out, in repentance and faith, trusting you for grace and saving them in your love. Father, for those who are listening, I pray that um, if they're already saved, that you would remind them that no matter what they may be going through, that you are 
you still love them. The devil will lie to you, to them, Lord, and tell them that, uh, that God doesn't love them anymore. But I know you do. Your word tells us, and I pray that you would remind them through your sweet Holy Spirit and through your word that you love them today. Lord, I pray that you would continue to bless the Bible Beacon podcast, and I pray that you will be glorified in all of it. In Jesus' name, amen. We're again so thankful that you've tuned in this week to the Bible Beacon podcast. If you've listened to this podcast and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'd like for you to do me a favor. The Bible tells us that uh, we can know how to be saved from the Word of God or how to be saved by knowing the Word of God and accepting its truth by grace through faith. If you'll go to our website uh, for Gospelite Free Will Baptist Church, you'll find some videos on there. The second one is the plan of salvation. It will share with you the Word of God, the verses that speak concerning salvation. We would love for you to go to our website. Of course, that is www.gospellightfwbchurch.com. www.gospellightfwbchurch.com. Just in case you've never listened to, to our podcast before, FWB stands for Free Will Baptist. But anyway, uh, I just want to share that with you. If you'll go to that, uh, you'll be able to see on what is called the introductory videos. The second video is called The Plan of Salvation. would love for you to watch that. It's only about six minutes, six and a half minutes long. It won't take very long for you to watch that and read or hear the Word of God being uh, spoken uh, into your life if you've never been saved. Um, also, if you would like to write us, if you've been saved uh, as a result of uh, listening to this passage of Scripture and trusting Christ, um, then we'd like to hear from you. You can write us at Gospel Light Church. That's Post Office Box 134, Calera, Alabama, and that's spelled C A L. E-R-A, Calera, Alabama, 35040. You could also uh, check on our website for directions to our church. If you'd like to, you can come by and visit with us in one of our services on Sunday or even Wednesday night at 7, and we'd be glad to have you. If you'll just look on our website for the directions, you'll be able to find those directions to our church and come and worship Jesus with us. But even if you can't, we would love to hear from you. Uh, if you've accepted Jesus Christ uh, through this ministry, then we would love to be able to hear from you. Please write us at that address again, Gospel Light Church, Post Office Box 134, Calera, Alabama 35040. You can send us your prayer request. You could send us an idea for a future podcast uh, or just uh, have a thought. Uh, and uh, again, especially if you have pray to receive Jesus Christ. We would love to hear from you. And uh, if so, uh, as a result of listening to this uh, passage that we've preached today from 1 John chapter 4, uh, we would love to be able to send you a Bible and some more information about how to grow in Christ. And uh, again, we're glad um, that you have tuned in. So again, that address is Post Office Box 134, Calera, Alabama, 35040. Remember, Jesus loves you, and so do we. This is Pastor Raymond Rivers of the Bible Beacon Podcast. God bless you. See you next time.